Welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast, the place to learn field-tested, no BS tactics to growth hack your online business, and finally, live life on your own terms. Now, your host, Gael and Mark. Hey guys, Mark here and welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast. Sorry we've missed a couple of weeks. We are back at it now, back to our regular schedule. Today we have an awesome interview lined up. I'm going to be talking to uh, Greg Elfrink from Empire Flippers. Empire Flippers recently did a Ask Me Anything on Reddit, which got to page one of the, the main Reddit homepage. So I'm going to be picking Greg's brains about exactly how they did that. I learned a lot from this, and it's definitely a tactic that I'm looking into doing myself soon. So without further ado, here's the interview. Hey, Greg, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, Mark, I'm doing good, man. Just sitting here in a beautiful Saigon during the rainy season here. Just stopped raining. So I seem to know an incredible okay. number of internet marketers in, in Saigon. What What is it about that city that everyone seems to gravitate to? You know, it's kind of like, uh, I, I call it the unknown Chiang Mai in some aspects in that like most people start the digital nomad kind of life. They gravitate towards Chiang Mai because that's like the famous place for it, right? And then uh, as people get bigger businesses and so forth, they kind of gravitate out and they seem to come to here. I'm not saying that there is a big business in Chiang Mai. There surely is. But uh, Saigon is a lot like Chiang Mai if Chiang Mai was a city. The culture or like, you know, the other nomads here, the groups here, they're just a really close-knit group, similar to Chiang Mai, and I think that really attracts people. Plus, you have the advantage of it being a somewhat of a big city. Not as big as, like, Bangkok, but still uh, has all the trappings of a cool city. So do you kind of, like, meet other marketers just in the street when you're out and about? Is that quite common there? <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, it's kind of funny. Uh, as your guests will know by now, probably with your intro, I work for Empire Flippers, and so... I often wear my Empire Flipper shirt when I'm just out and about. And I had this one guy who's going to get coffee. He stopped me in the middle of the street. He's like, hey, you you know Empire Flipper? He's like, yeah, yeah. What about it? Like, I just listened to my site on there. Like, oh, cool. I actually worked for Empire Flipper. He's like, what? And like, yeah, the content manager. He's like, oh, I read that all the time. Like, oh, you should comment more often. <laughs> You know, that's funny. Uh, we're, we're actually thinking of getting some Authority Hacker t-shirts made up. We're doing a meetup in July. And maybe that's a good way to do some, you know, incidental real life, real world marketing. Just just wear wear these t-shirts everywhere. Maybe there'll be some uh, people in Budapest that we didn't know about. Yeah, it's worth it's worth a shot. I mean, Budapest sounds like you guys got quite the crew over there as well. It's one of those. Uh, it seems like there's these hubs of digital nomads. You know. Yeah, it's more and, uh, more a summer city like, than a winter city, though. I think Saigon, the weather is kind of good all year round, if I'm, I'm not mistaken. Oh. I mean, if you're from Alaska, it's a little bit too hot. I think. <laughs> as, as I think I told you in Bangkok when we were at DCBKK, I just look like I'm constantly in a swimming pool and I'm sweating so much. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the reason I moved back to Europe seven or eight years ago now. Just I, I couldn't stand the like humidity uh, all year round. So, uh, so yeah, uh, it's definitely rough. I hear you. All right, so let's uh, let's talk some shop then, shall we? Sure. So you guys, uh, I think two times now, if I'm not mistaken, have done pretty well on Reddit. Was was it both times with Ask Me Anything Things, or, or what was the, the the thing you were promoting? Yeah, so both times with Reddit. As a disclosure, I, I, this wasn't originally my idea to go on Reddit. I hadn't thought about it. It was our my, my other guy that works with marketing with me, Mike Swigunski, which I think you might have met him. We call him Swiggy. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. came up with this idea to do this Reddit AMA, and I thought like, wow, this sounds really cool. Like, yeah, we should definitely do that. 
So yeah, we've done two now. We did one in the entrepreneur subreddit and then one in the much bigger, a little bit more mainstream uh, subreddit, IAMA, which is where people just do AMAs pretty much. And so what was the results of it? Like, uh, I, I hear you got oh, to page one on, on one of them, right? <laughs> yeah. So the, the first one we did in, uh, on entrepreneur subreddit, we got several hundred leads. It, it was insane. It was super powerful. Then when we did this uh, second time with AMA, I, I was try actually trying to go back to look at it in my weekly notes, how many leads we got there for the show. But uh, I got busy with other call, unfortunately. But I do know we got over 1,500 leads from that. Wow. Uh, yeah, just from that few hours where we got 1,500 leads. And uh, I just recently did a seller interview, which uh, for your audience who don't know what that might mean. Basically, any seller uh, selling an uh, online business that comes to our marketplace that's over $45,000, I'll set up a seller interview with them where I actually interview them about their business, why they're selling, all that stuff. And I just did one that is worth like, I want to say $347,000, like $350,000. So once we sell that, that with our commission, I mean, just that alone is a $52,000 ROI over something that just took us a few hours of time and uh, really cost us nothing to do. Do you have any traffic numbers in terms of like referral traffic that you got through Reddit that, that day? Well, I can... Uh, I can hop into my analytics here if you want, but uh, basically, <laughs> if you look at our traffic on Google Analytics for over the last like year and a half, there's these two gigantic spikes, and they're, they're just like ridiculous spikes. Like uh, you, for people who sell like SaaS products, you could call it the uh, the hockey stick graph. You know, yeah, it's yeah. it's exactly like like just these two huge mountains from Reddit and uh, the IAMA one. It actually, we use WP Curve as part of our hosting, and we just totally oh, way over maxed our allotted bandwidth for, for the for the month, so we had to pay a little bit extra. So I guess I guess there was a cost to doing the Reddit AMA from a hosting standpoint. <laughs> well, that's that's probably yeah. a good thing to mention because uh, I've heard sometimes people who get to the front page of of Reddit they don't have this like scalable hosting, and it just like crashes their server, and no one who's trying to access it, yeah. it, so they lose a lot of the value. So it's probably worth mentioning that's something you should you should have in place if you're trying to do if you're trying to do this just in case that uh, you know you start getting the tens of thousands of visitors or something. Um, yeah, absolutely. If you are going to do a Reddit AMA, like maybe you know using something small like HostGator or whatever, just like you know spend the money to make sure that that entire funnel is right because like the value of the leads that we got from that are just huge. So you don't want to miss out on that opportunity at all. Okay, cool. So let's sort of go through step by step if we can. Like, uh, you, you, you had this idea that you wanted to, you know, go for Reddit front page. Like, where did you go from there? How did you get started? What was the, the, yeah. the process? So for both of our AMAs, now that we've done two of them, we kind of have like a little bit of a system in place. And it really comes down to like five steps. And it's fairly straightforward. You know, uh, the first step, you want to set up the Reddit AMA with the mod. So like, say you're in the entrepreneur subreddit, whatever subreddit makes sense for your niche, home design, whatever. You want to talk to the mods of that board to get their permission if possible, because if they say yes, you know, they'll often ask you for like, you know, verification of proof or something like that. Like for the main IAMA uh, subreddit that we did, we had to provide like an IMDB page and a Wikipedia page. So that was a bit weird. We didn't have those, but we were still able to do the AMA. But unfortunately, because we didn't have those, they didn't put us into the sidebar. So we could have potentially done even better on that one. But for the entrepreneur one, so, we just sorry, had to provide just like a back, Twitter. Back up there for a sec. You, you said yeah. you, in the main IAMA, which is like the, the basically the Reddit subreddit where the, the big AMAs go, 
you need to have a Wikipedia page and a IMDb page to get listed. Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of a strange request. I like Wikipedia page I could kind of understand, but uh the IMDb one I was like, huh, well, we're not really movie stars. <laughs> I thought that's what that was used for. <laughs> it's, I, I don't know, is is IMDb like a is it like Wikipedia? Can anyone add content to it or is it much more curated? You know, that, that's a good question. I don't know. I know you can sign up because, uh, you know, you know, uh, as you know, I'm a writer, like I write fiction and stuff like that. So way back in the day, I thought about getting an IMDb account because you can get like a membership and it gives you access to all these like contacts within the entertainment business that you can like cold email and cold call and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But as far as if you can just set up your own page, I, I wouldn't know. We, we ended up not doing that, obviously. We didn't have a Wikipedia page either. And it was still fine. But the important thing of why you should reach out to those mods, even if you don't have the requirements, because if they do accept it, they'll usually put your link on the schedule and the sidebar of that Reddit uh, subreddit. So people will go to that form all the time. They can see that block out time on the calendar so you get more attendance. But the other really important thing is those mods can remove your AMA. So you want them to know, like, hey, you're doing this thing. Please don't delete it. (laughs) Okay. So that's important. For the entrepreneur one, I think all we had to do was uh, provide our Twitter account. And like, uh, so we provided Justin's, one of the founders of Empire Flippers, Twitter account for it. And he verified it. Like, yes, it really is me. Like, that's their main goal is to verify you are who you say you are okay I, i've seen sometimes when people on doing ama say like you know i made a million dollars doing x like they provide some kind of like financial proof did they did they ask for anything like that or or was it just the social I, media i don't believe that we got we had to ask do any kind of income proof or anything like that we might have linked out to our uh income reports which we do anyways okay uh so we we're pretty transparent about that we have an entire category on our blog that has all of our income reports, I think back to 2011, that a mod, if they, they, if they wanted to deep dive, they could go right through all that stuff. <laughs> okay. But uh, I don't believe we had to do that this time. And of course, every subreddit is different. So I'm assuming if you're in a home design subreddit or like a weight loss subreddit, you're not going to have to show them your PNL or something to do something like this. Sure. And was there any kind of like scheduling plan? Like, did you guys do on a specific day of the week or a specific time and time zone? Or what was the the strategy there? Yeah, so that's a great question. So Swiggy, he actually went through the uh, through that subreddit. And again, every subreddit is different. So you have to look at your specific subreddit you want to target. But he went and looked to see when is their highest traffic with the least amount of like new posts, things like that. So we rescheduled our Reddit AMA around that time zone because that seemed like a pretty sweet spot. So I think that was like around 10 p.m. We started in Saigon time and, and Vietnam time. How uh, did you measure the, the the traffic over time of the day on, on Reddit? Uh, it, it was just manual, manually seeing like how many new threads are being posted, things like that. Nothing okay. too sophisticated at all. You can go into any subreddit and, you know, do that. And, like just, you know, compare and contrast, spend like a week researching that subreddit which you probably should anyways before you get on there just see what kind of people are on there you know so you can kind of prepare yourself but uh but yeah it's just manual okay cool yeah yeah so after we scheduled it the second part of this kind of like five steps that we have now with it is you know kind of revving the reddit engine so obviously reddit has just a monstrous amount of traffic that can be offered to you if you start you know get going right but in order to do that, we wanted to push as many of the people that already liked us 
into that subreddit uh, as much as possible. We did this for the entrepreneur one as well as the, the main AMA one. So the first step for anyone out there who wants to do this themselves, you should email your list multiple times, but hey, hey don't just do it once. Maybe like when you schedule, like when you're going to do it, uh, send out a little launch email. And then when it actually gets closer, you know, remind your email list, like, hey, we're doing this, we're doing this. That really can help. Like our email list is you know, closing in on like 40,000 subscribers. So we were able to push a lot of people in there. And for someone, you know, you might not have that big of an email list, but every every little bit helps, right? And the other thing that does too is it gets people to who already like you instead of the, like the trolls. Because yeah. <laughs> Reddit is like famous for the trolls, right? So it gets good people in there asking good, thoughtful questions, which also promotes random visitors who also ask thoughtful questions instead of just, you know, trolling you. So the, the second step to that is once your Reddit page actually goes live, you promote it in all your relevant Facebook groups. Like if you have any kind of relationship with, you know, niche specific Facebook groups to whatever niche you're talking about. Mark, uh, I know you saw me <laughs> posting in the group, all the groups probably. We, we did yeah, ours. I reshared it. I, I posted on the Authority Hacker page as well. So yeah, I think like it's a good point though, leveraging those re- relationships. If I remember correctly, you reached out to me like, the day before or two days before or something to let me know what was happening. And then, you know, an hour before reminded me. And then when it went live, sent me the link and it worked on me. So. <laughs> yeah. That, that, thank you. Yeah. That perfectly segues into my next point. You know, if you are in these Facebook groups, it's even better if you get the group owner to promote the anime. So like you promoted it, Russell promoted it in his group, which is awesome. And uh, I think a couple other groups uh, promoted it too, which was good because I actually got banned from posting in Facebook groups during that because <laughs> I like I, I posted so many into so many different groups and it was all unique messages. I didn't copy and paste at all, so I was even more just like frustrated that I, you know, <laughs> I got into Facebook jail from posting unique content, even though it was all leading to our AMA. I guess I was just a little bit too uh, proactive. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's an interesting point, though, because uh, I remember I was trying to clean up like one of our Facebook groups and there was a few people I couldn't identify. So I was messaging them and I was you know, sending the same message. Basically, can you let me know what your account uh, info is and that kind of stuff just to, to verify that they should be there? But after sending like 10 messages, Facebook blocked me. So I think they must have some kind of like <laughs> spam filter probably in your case on like the the URL basis. So that's probably something worth keeping in mind if people are doing this, maybe get several people to to spread out the uh, the messaging of this. Uh, yeah, and plus it just works better too. You know, it, I mean, you obviously have much more pull in the Authority Hacker Pro group than I do. Mm-hmm. And you own it. So <laughs> people look up to you more so than me in that group, which is super beneficial for getting the word out. But, but yeah, so those two things, like, Obviously, if your social media isn't Facebook, if you do Twitter or Instagram, then maybe you can get other influencers on that platform to also you know, spread the word, uh, tagging, do shout outs, something like that. Anything to get a lot of people already interested into your niche that kind of know you and like you mm-hmm. onto your AMA before you start, I think is really critical for the reasons I mentioned above. But it also helps the algorithm in general, you know. Uh, as far as we know, and this is kind of like step three of kind of gaming the algorithm, from what we could tell, it's kind of based on three things, which is engagement, freshness, and upvotes, which upvotes could, you could just call that engagement too, I guess. But, but yeah, so engagement, like people staying longer on the Reddit thread, kind of like Google dwell time for a niche site, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of the same kind of concept. 
You want people on your thread for a long, as long as possible. And the best way to do that is by being hyper responsive, diving even into the sub comments, like just keep the discussion going as much as possible, where if it makes sense to help that engagement and also the upvotes, which are super helpful. And if you're doing AMA and you're a little bit concerned, you're getting a lot of upvotes, but not a lot of traction, just bear with Reddit. It's not like, it's not as hyper responsive as Google's algorithm is to a lot of stuff. So it takes just a little bit of time for Reddit system to be like, oh, the people are loving this. And then, mm-hmm. then it starts pushing you way up. So we were able to, in the entrepreneur one, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we were one of the, if not the biggest AMA for that subreddit. And for the AMA one, we got to page one on Reddit, the homepage of Reddit. We got to uh, position number 11. We were beat out by an owl with strange legs. <laughs> I really hate that owl. We came so close to being in the top 10. <laughs> so you're dealing with a much different kind of competitors when you get into the mainstream uh, subreddits. <laughs> sure. And did you find that when you got onto the first page there, the, the sort of types of comments you got started getting a bit more uh, varied, shall we say? Or like people were asking stupid <laughs> stuff or posting cat pics or something? We actually didn't get that many trolls, but there was this one trolling moment I thought was so funny. We were all laughing. Uh, that kind of goes into my next portion about like uh, step four, using a team to help your Red AMA. But uh, before I get into that, the, the troll, he, some guy commented on it because our, our status was like, built this multi-million dollar uh, brokerage business while traveling the world from the comfort of my laptop. And so one of the guys was like, oh, that sounds like a really nice laptop. Where can I buy one? <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> These other people are like, you just need a hosting. You don't need a laptop. And this one guy underneath is like, why would you buy hosting? Why not just create your own hosting? Building a stack is really easy. And then the next, the next level is like, why don't you just build your own laptop? And it got eventually so deep where people were like, why don't you just mine the old, your own minerals out of the earth and manufacture the parts to make your laptop? I'm like, wow. <laughs> like I think that's pretty typical for Reddit, though, yeah. But I have to say, like, that was probably the worst trolling we had. And it was hilarious. And so did you, guys, did you guys engage with those with those string of comments or? Yeah. The, so like the trolling that was like, uh, you know, more joking and not like joke, not like joking in a negative way or whatever, but just like fun. We Justin put through in a few LLs because he thought it was funny, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, th- but, I think that's uh, but, the key with trolling. Like, uh, even if someone's being a bit more nasty it, to, to kind of like. If you show that they are getting to you, then it's probably like a negative, negative thing. So just kind of like have a laugh with it and and, and enjoy it, really. Yeah, that's really the only thing you can do. And of course, download it. <laughs> but, but yeah, that, that's about it. And uh, that kind of goes one, one of the ways we got rid of those trolls, like at least like a lot of the nastier ones, because there is some nasty stuff in there, but nothing too over the top was the team aspect. So for anyone out there who wants to throw their own Reddit AMA, if you have a team, you're in a much more advantageous position because what we did is we had our whole marketing team as well as our sales guys and our customer guys. So we had, we just hired uh, three new customer advisors for our team as well. And we told them that we're doing this and to each log into their own separate Reddit account on their own internet at home or whatever and upvote or downvote the, the good comments and the bad comments. So the really like... The ones were like, hey, can I marry you or something like that? Like, all right, just download it and it goes away and no one sees it. So that was one of the one of the things we did. And having that team in place, once you get to that, that homepage, whatever subreddit you are or the homepage of Reddit, 
the traction just really starts kicking in. Like that AMA, we had over 1,600 comments. And that's 1,600 discussion threads too, you know? So like, it wasn't just 1,600 comments, probably more closer to like 2,500 comments if you encounter all the uh, nested comments within, right? Right. So what we did was I was on my computer, Swig was on his, and Justin, of course, he was the main guy answering. But what we would do is I would hunt for questions I knew I could give a really comprehensive answer to, and I would write them out and then Slack it over to Justin. Uh, For those who don't know what Slack is, it's just like uh, it's kind of like MSN Messenger was back in the day, but for work and like a really useful, productive productivity tool where you can message your team and stuff like that. And uh, so I would send that over to Justin. And he would take that comment and I, I would obviously say who like wrote this question and stuff like that. He would hunt for that person, paste that comment in there and edit the comment to match his own voice and everything while he, he himself was also answering comments. So that was one way we kind of spread the burden of his growing arthritis and his fingers <laughs> typing so much. But, and, and uh, how many of you in total were, were helping him out like that? Uh, so I think it was Swig and me that were doing the majority of the typing outside of Justin, because we, we know the business the best right. from a marketing standpoint, which brings up an, another thing that we did. We created a, uh, which I'll get into in monetizing the Reddit post, but uh, before I dive in there, uh, the best case scenario for this is to have your entire team, you know, to downvote the troll comments, upvote the good comments, and having another team member write those responses. But before you begin the AMA, you should really think about how you want to, you know, monetize it, like where you want to send the traffic, right? So one of the things we did was just through more content, which I know you, Gail, and Perrin all preach, you know, high quality content. We created this cheat sheet, if you will, that had, it was just a simple Google spreadsheet that all of our content on there that uh, for questions that we assume people would be asking a lot. So I put, I hunted up through our blog, our podcast, everything. And so that way Swig, me, or Justin could just open up that sheet, write the answer to the guy and also leave a comment for, or a link rather to that content, provide more resources. So that was like our first kind of step to monetizing the Reddit post. Okay. And what was the, like one of the most common questions that that came up that you already had a, a blog post or something for? Can you just give an example there? One of the biggest ones is since it's the main, at least on the mainstream AMA, this wasn't so much of a common question for the entrepreneur thread was, what kind of online businesses are there? You know, like, uh, because again, these are people who aren't really in our space necessarily. They're just normal people. They're doing their nine to fives or whatever they happen to be doing. So they haven't heard of what, what is an AdSense site or an authority site? What's Amazon FBA or e-commerce? Like they just don't know those terms, right? So one of the most common things we linked to was like a 12 blog post series I did on the most popular online business models, which is like a very newbie friendly kind of blog series that explains everything about like Amazon affiliate, AdSense, uh, e-commerce, even SaaS and apps, stuff like that to give a person enough of a feeling of understanding that they feel like, okay, now I know where to go to find more information now that I know about this uh, specific thing. So that was probably the most common question we had. Okay, and can you tell us anything about the actual, the, like the title or the content of the post itself? I mean, we'll link to them in the, the show notes. I think they'll be on authorityhacker.com slash Reddit podcast if anyone's interested. But can you tell us just briefly like how you wrote those or did you like take what other people had done and, and try and replicate that or was there any kind of signs to it? 
uh, there was, it was more of a gut than a science, I'd say. But we did look at you know other subreddit titles and we put in a little bit of copywriting. We actually had a brainstorm between Swig, Justin, and me, where uh, it's something we often do when we're coming up with like the headline, because you know, as you know, headlines are super, super important, if not one of the most important parts of it all. So what we do, we threw down a bunch of headlines on a Google Doc, and Justin Swig or me would say, no, I don't like this, or no, let's tweak this, and so forth. Then what we came up with was the one that we had, which uh, kind of like called out to people who wanted to do what we're doing, basically, you know, doing the digital nomad thing and like working from your laptop, flexible hours, that kind of thing. Also making quite a bit of money while doing it, uh, which we have, and we've helped a lot of people do the same. So that was kind of like the headline we went with, like kind of, you know, had our entire offer or proposition, if you will, within it. And we always start with, uh, you know, I am a whatever, ask me anything. Like that's like the structure of the, of the Reddit AMA. So if you're doing something in your own niche, think about like, what is like a major pain for people in online business who are just starting out? The major pain is making money and like learning about this stuff. Right. So that was kind of what we went with and also tapped into their desire to travel and all that kind of stuff. All right. Awesome. And how long did the actual AMA like last for? I mean, were you guys up all night working on this or? (laughs) Yeah, it was a long one. (laughs) I think we did. We started like a. 9 or 10 p.m. where the Reddit AMA was actually launched. And uh, I was doing some of that promotional Facebook stuff uh, around 8 p.m. and all through the actual launch of the AMA. And uh, we went to bed like at 5 a.m., I think it was. It it was a long haul for sure. (laughs) All right. Uh, Actually, that's a good point. Did you do any Facebook ads to it? We didn't. We did some social shares and stuff like that. I believe you did some Facebook ads, though, which was, uh, you know, very nice of you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just because uh, I mean, when you post uh, anything on your your Facebook page these days, I mean, unless you put you know even a small amount of money, I think like ten bucks or something into it, you're not getting the like full traction that you you should. So I think we did a blog post on that. Like even like a one dollar boost is, is is can be quite effective. So maybe that's something to consider next time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it's funny. We kind of flopped a little bit on the second AMA in that uh, I believe the original link we sent out in our email wasn't right. Like, wasn't the link or wasn't working or whatever reason. So we definitely had some flaws in this second AMA from that point of view, but was still massively successful. So it goes to show you nothing. It doesn't need to be super perfect if, you know, a listener's out there like, oh, how can I, you know, do this? Everything has to be right. Just, you know, go and do it. It'll probably do all right so <laughs> all right so was there anything like that you would do if you're going to do it again differently next time like what would you change uh well definitely check that email link <laughs> that would be the first first thing to double check i would probably reach out to facebook group owners more and i like more in advance than i did because i think i only did it like you said like maybe a day or two in advance i should have probably orchestrated that a little bit better I would have emailed every influencer that we have, every, uh, like, for, for example, Shopify. I, I guest posted with them twice. They're not friends, but acquaintances with the people that do their content. A good relationship. I should have reached out to them, like, hey, would you mind, you know, sharing this? And done a little bit more of that pre launch stuff, probably would have made it more successful. So I would really game plan that launch because the launch is probably the most important part to get right. all the traction and everything. Once it's, you have that going, it's good. It reminds me of something. It might be worth checking out as well. I think it was a couple years ago now. 
Kevin Espiritu did a guest webinar um, in the AH Pro Platinum area about Kindle book launches. And there was a very similar sort of concept there that getting that initial traction, like the initial reviews, the initial people sharing it and buying it and stuff was really important. And there was a tool he used. I, I completely forgot what it was. I'll, I'll dig it out and put it in the show notes. But it was basically allows people to like all like, kind of get notified when you should share it kind of thing. So it's like a, a SaaS tool that manages all of that. And then when the sort of launch opens or in that case the book opens like a lot of people can just uh go buy it and they like get notified instantly that it's it's live so i know it might be worth investigating some something like that if you want to scale that area of it a bit further as well yeah i'd definitely be interested in knowing that tool i'm actually in the process still writing a book for uh for empire flippers that like that kind of like overarching goal is to get it on you know actual bookshelves and barnes and nobles and stuff like that so I'd definitely be interested if you come across that tool again, so PM me at <laughs> For sure, for sure. And I'm super interested in doing one of these or, ourselves for Authority Hacker because uh, it's quite an interesting model. And it's, it's I mean, it's crazy. I, I saw yours, the amount of comments and questions uh, you're getting. I, I definitely think it's a good idea to, like, as you said, like have that pre, pre-prepared list of kind of content that you can link out to that answers common questions or... or, or oh, that was su- super helpful because... The what like you know Reddit is very anti-promotional, and it, the way that you know you, you like you and Gal and us too, the main way we usually promote is through educational content that doesn't come off promotional, right? So we're already kind of geared and kind of trained to be promotional in a way that Reddit accepts. And the best way to do that is just have using these old content assets that you have that are so relevant. That to be able to answer their questions and it just it was amazing man we got so much traffic from that and uh yeah so definitely definitely have a content cheat sheet there awesome and was there any point when you actually like pointed people directly towards your more kind of like sales pages or you know your valuation tool or something like that or did you yes. avoid that okay yeah we definitely did uh send them to two capture pages uh so we have two capture pages for top of funnel one is our valuation tool, which uh, I believe you, you'll probably mention in the intro for anyone who wants to like you know see the, how much their business is worth. It's just a free automated tool we created. And um, the other one was a blog post series I mentioned earlier. We actually took that and made it into like this beautiful PDF. I think it's like over 100 pages with like all cool designs and stuff like that to use in the middle of funnel as a lead magnet. As you know, if you have a really good piece of content that people like a lot. On the top of funnel, it's usually pretty easy to convert that into a middle of a funnel piece to increase your leads. So we use that on the buy side of our market. Like we uh, had a landing page set up with LinkedIn ads targeting uh, potential business buyers to go in and download this ebook. And uh, how we did that on Reddit, like you don't want to just like, oh, here's my capture page, <laughs> do it. But how we did it where it was successful is you can actually edit your original post on Reddit. So like, the original post where Justin's describing everything about what we've done, who we are, before people start asking us anything, we edit it three times throughout the actual Reddit AMA, which you anyone who runs one should do this too. So like after a few hours, maybe do like edit number one, where edit number one, we said thanks to everyone, like loving this. We're going to be around for a few hours more. Please ask more. And by the way, here, there's a lot of questions about this and this and this. Here's some content pieces we wrote about that. So basically the pieces of the content from our cheat sheet that we use the most, 
we put that into the original post now. So now anyone new that comes and sees that, they're just automatically pointed to there. But then what we did was a second edit about, I want to say like halfway through, which was the same thing, the thanks everyone, whatever, and more content links. But the third edit, the final edit, was like, hey, thank you guys all so much for uh, coming on. It was you know, a pleasure, honor, whatever. If you want more information, like if you have a business, we created this free tool that tells you uh, exactly how much it would be worth, which you know, link to our evaluation tool capture page. And then the underneath that, we would say also, if you're you know, just brand new to online business, have no idea what you know what's going on here, here's a link to a free ebook that we wrote that will help you out, which was a link to our ebook landing page. Interesting. Okay. So did you create the ebook specifically for this or was it just something like a lead magnet you had anyway? It was a lead magnet we had anyways. Uh, it was something we were testing with LinkedIn and a few other areas to see if we can get like build buyer-centric lists versus just seller-centric. Buyers are a little bit more, not harder, but they're a little bit more vague on where they hang out versus sellers. You have like, you know, people buy Authority Hacker. You know, those people are building assets that can be sold later. So I, I know where they are, right? But right. for buyers, like... Where does this nine to five mid-level corporate executive hang out on the internet? <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I, I so sure a little bit more vague. Uh, like when you said you did the third edit when you put the your link to your valuation tool and that kind of like I would say that was like the monetization link. Reddit can be quite a sensitive place for for those kind of things. So do you think the fact that it was a tool was kind of okay? But my question would be. If you're to link to, let's say you're selling like an ebook or selling like an online course, if you link directly to the sales page, do you think that'd be too much for Reddit? I'd actually, I don't know. I don't think it would be too much if you did it as like your third edit because you've already obviously offered a ton of value, right? So there's a ton of people already liking everything. And someone who goes to your OP thread and they're new and they see that sales letter, but they also see it's the third edit, like you didn't start off like promoting it, right? You you did it after you answered a ton of questions and all that stuff. So I think they're pretty forgiving on that. But I would say I would advise against it still. Like I would prefer an opt-in over a sales letter every time because Reddit traffic, even though it's a lot, it can be incredibly slippery as in like it comes to your site and it's gone, you know, like, so you want to keep those people around. So I I prefer an opt-in along with a, you know, a retargeting pixel in that landing page as well. So you can keep targeting them even if they don't like opt in, you know, so that'd be my suggestion on that. That's a good one as well. Did you guys do much retargeting in that? Yeah, I mean, everyone that I don't think we created a specific Reddit retargeting, which is something we might do in the future, because I don't know if you know this, Mark, but we use HubSpot, which is a very complex beast of of an email uh, apparatus. (laughs) (laughs) So we have all this stuff we could do with HubSpot. And I feel like we're still like, even though we use it more than more of their features than probably like 90% of their customers, I feel like we're still at the tip of the iceberg of what all those features can do for us. So the next time we do a Reddit AMA to answer your question a little bit more earlier that you asked, we'll probably create like a, a dedicated retargeting list for Reddit traffic to see how well it does. You know, like mm-hmm. obviously we got a good ROI off of it just based off one seller that I know of, but we don't know how many more sellers originally came from Reddit. You know, that was just a conversation I had with one guy. So it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, I guess in your in your situation, it's a little bit more tricky to track because, you know, they're they're signing up in, in different ways. It's not like you can directly track, oh, they bought something on your site. And so if you had like the proper tracking set up for that, you know, if you're selling an ebook or a course, you could, uh, you could probably get a more accurate 
visual there, but like, do you actually track, you know, how many new leads you got or new emails that day? Oh, definitely. So from Reddit alone on that AMA, we, I think we got 900 leads somewhere around there because our, our lead total for that entire week was about 1500 and Reddit made up more than half of that. <laughs> okay. And what do you typically get in a week? Like uh, 600? Uh, yeah, typically we get about between 550 to 700 leads, I want to say on average. It fluctuates, of course. But Reddit was a huge spike. And by the way, that wasn't just for that week either uh, in terms of like, so we got like 1,500 leads that week and like 900, maybe 1,000 came from Reddit. But we also got mo even more leads, uh, like several hundred more leads from Reddit for in the following couple of weeks as people found that post. So it kind of had a little bit of that organic traffic still coming to it, even when we're done with it. Okay. What percentage of the traffic would you say, if you can remember, was was like that residual traffic then? Because it's something I kind of expected but once it dropped, like it would, wouldn't, no one would find it anymore. Yeah, we were quite surprised by that too. <laughs> but uh, I don't know the actual traffic numbers, but I believe we got like maybe another 400 leads over a period of like two or three weeks from it uh, after the initial week. So yeah, it was, it was a great ROI. And what you said earlier, by the way, about how it's difficult for us to track who actually become sellers and buyers from you know certain points is true because we we have such a long cycle. You know, selling a business is a very intimate process. Buying a business yeah. is a very intimate process. So like our sales cycle could be months. You know, and then like was it the Reddit AMA? Was this this new podcast I did? But for for people like you and for people in other niches where you can you know, get instant sales where the sales cycle is much shorter. It's such a awesome place to track all that stuff. It's so much easier for you guys to do that. So I highly recommend it. <laughs> awesome. All right. Is, is there anything else you wanted to, to tell us about the Reddit stuff? No, uh, not necessarily. That, that about covers up, uh, you know, kind of our five-step gameplay. And it's as, as your audience listeners out there can tell, it's pretty straightforward. It's not a rocket science. And uh, I, if you're building like a real brand, like I, I know a lot of people in this audience are building these out these huge content authority sites, like what you have with Health Ambition and Authority Hacker. If you're building out a real brand, I say Reddit AMA is a great, great way to go with it. If you don't have a team right now, you know, you can go on to a place like ProBlogger or whatever and hire a writer and train them up a little bit on your brand and have them help you with that comment and keeping it fresh and engaging and all that kind of stuff. I think it just really explode a brand, honestly. But all, yeah, also make sure you have good hosting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think in, in, in this space, it's something, you know, I, I find too many people are focused on, you know, the traditional backlinks, organic traffic. And, you know, that's great. It's, you know, the bread and butter of, of what we do. But something like this, you know, it's it's something is not like I, I knew it was possible. I never really considered it. But having this this sort of like actionable step by step method that you've you've outlined is really, really useful. And I'm, I'm definitely going to try this at, at some point in the near future. Uh, so uh, let us know when you do uh, share it as well, of course, yeah, so. for sure. But, but, for sure. Yeah, you know, for people out there who think that's like, oh, I can't do this because uh, my niche is about quilting or whatever. Like, that's not true. There is so many subreddits about so many random stuff on there you might not get to you know the home page of reddit but you will definitely get a lot of traffic from people who are already self-qualified to like what you have because they're in the subreddit about your niche right so yeah and i think as well like the smaller niches they uh you know they obviously have smaller 
audiences on the the subreddit so you know the amount of traction you need in order to to get to the top or to page one or whatever of of the the subreddit is is much smaller so it kind of like scales with your ability to you know promote it in, in a way i guess yeah absolutely it makes it a little bit easier too if you're like a you know a one-man team if the subreddit is a little bit smaller oh that's another good point actually is when you're first starting this out say you're in a niche that has multiple subreddits and there's like bigger ones and smaller ones starting those smaller subreddits kind of get the flow of it and then work your way up to the bigger bigger subreddits as you, you as you uh you know progress and kind of space them out as well you don't want to do like one day and then like literally another one the next day you know you give it some time between you between each sub each ama mm-hmm. and was there any reason why you guys chose the entrepreneurship one as opposed to say like online marketing or or, or something like that not any particular reason that I can remember why we chose that one over, say, online marketing or other niches. Like we started in the entrepreneur one because it's like, you know, for one, we handle a lot of different businesses. So we didn't want to do just like niche sites or e-commerce sites or SaaS. So entrepreneur is pretty general and it covers all the bases, basically. <laughs> all right. <laughs> cool. Great. Uh, this has been like super useful podcast. I, I've learned a lot from it. I love doing these when it's kind of like... He just like opens my brain to a whole new kind of area that I hadn't really considered before. A whole new, a whole new world, Mark. It's a whole new world. <laughs> for sure. So uh, thanks very much for coming on today. I mean, you mentioned like, uh, so you work at Empire Flippers, empireflippers.com is the, uh, the, the site if anyone wants to check it out. But can you tell us a bit about this valuation tool you, you have? Because I'm sure some people might be interested in, uh, in using that. Yeah, so uh, our valuation tool is for anyone out there, you know, out there in the trenches building their authority site, like what you guys teach at Authority Hacker. If you want to see what your site is worth, if it's making over a thousand dollars per month net profit and has been for six, 12 months or and it's been around for longer than a year as well, then you can just go to Mark will give the URL, but it's just empireflippers.com slash valuation hyphen tool. You can go there and get a free valuation. It's an automated tool we created. We just rebranded it, redesigned it to uh, be more accurate, as well as to include other monetizations, multiple monetizations, and so on. You'll get an email saying, you know, your, your business is worth this much. Now, of course, that's estimated, right? It's a rule of thumb kind of tool. It's not it's as accurate as an automated tool can be with it. But yeah, it gives you a good ballpark of what your estimation of your site is worth. Awesome. And then I presume you guys follow up and if someone does want to sell it, you guys can sort of help them with that process too. Yeah, exactly. We have uh, now three deal facilitators, uh, four actually now, that if someone has a big site and they get the valuation and they submit their site for vetting and they want kind of more of an onboarding process, they can set up a call with one of our guys and they'll walk them through everything. Like this is what you need to expect. You know, this is, you know, our average deal time on our marketplace, things like that to make the seller feel more comfortable with them, answer any questions they have, something like that. Awesome. So thanks again, Greg, for, for coming on the podcast today. I uh, really appreciate it. And Mark, uh, one, one last, before we end, you know, I just want to say like what you and Gail and Perrin, what you guys do out there is awesome. Uh, I'm sure I told you when we were at DCBKK, you know, having a little bit, one too many drinks. After the uh, back in Bank. Yeah, to the 10th beer. I love what you guys do. I, you know, I used to read your guys' blog back when I was a, a roughneck in the oil field. So I'd be like, you know, covered in chemicals and all that stuff, like, you know, listening to listening to you guys and reading your stuff. So I, I just want to say you guys do an awesome job and 
keep up inspiring people out there to you know, build this stuff up. All right. Appreciate it, man. So for anyone else listening as well, we did take a two-week hiatus on the podcast. So apologies for that. We were taking some vacation time. But we're going to be back every week. So every Monday, next Monday will be the, I think it's 10th of July. So you can catch Gail and I. We'll be back for, for that podcast again. So thanks again for listening. Once again, the URL for this show would be authorityhacker.com slash Reddit podcast. You can get all the show notes and links and info uh, on. So thanks, guys. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Authority Hacker Podcast. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to rate us on iTunes and send us a screenshot on authorityhacker.com slash bonus to claim your free premium Authority Hacker training.